0: Yes, sir. Yes, the man wanted to ride. What did he do? Swing down, sweet child. let's ride. If you're feeling my vibe, then we can all jazz. just ride. If you want to get down, then we can all jazz. just ride. All the people, throw your hands up high and just ride. Where you're from east side to west side. Can okay, we can't record anyway. Okay. We are live. Take lead on this.
1: Yeah, so um, I wanted to uh, just bring something up with you. Just hear what you might hear your thoughts on it. It's really just about the NBA in the area of COVID, in the era of COVID-19, they've been shut down since March. Um, we're not gonna go rehash like the whole, like what it meant for the world. And this, we're not really making it about um, the shutdown. What we are gonna, what I wanted to bring up with you was like, they are shut down and now they're talking about coming back. The target date to go, to come back on July 31. So they would have about two months to get everything up and running, right? That includes having to like all get down to Orlando where they want to center all the games, have a, to do the, they have to basically do like a bit of a two, two week kind of lockdown so that, you know, once you get off the plane, you're not really at risk, that kind of stuff. They have to just do all the orchestration with the media networks and all that stuff. So um, what I wanted to bring up with you was first, what they're proposing, just hear what your initial thoughts are. And I know that it's planet flux because they're still going to talk about it and vote next Thursday even though like, things are looking quite positive in this direction. And then after that, I wanted to just sort of run by you some, some ideas of like what the league or the networks can do, given that we're talking about a new product, essentially, because we're not going to have fans in the stands or we're not going to be in fans' home arenas. So the, what they're talking about now is it wouldn't be all 30 teams coming back. The, the strong proposal is 22 teams. So it's all the playoffs teams and then six teams that are within six games. And then they would play six regular season games. And after that, they'd go to the playoffs. And apparently everyone is quite in favor of having some regular season games. Cause I guess players want to shake off a bit of the rust and not just jump right into it. The intense playoffs right away. And then there are some of the teams who are on the bubble that want a chance to get in. Otherwise, why would they want to play? And I think the league and the networks have some vested interest of just getting a few more games on TV as well. So so that makes sense so far. I just want to, uh, uh, like, does that, yeah. So actually before I said, there's uh, the teams, the six teams that they're talking about, New Orleans, Phoenix, Portland, Sacramento, and San Antonio and Orlando. They would be those kind of bubble teams that would be allowed in. Um, what I find interesting is that there's actually an alternate proposal that would be a 20-team kind of uh, league for this, for this, for these for this uh, situation in Orlando where they would just leave out Orlando and Phoenix. So it amused me first that they, uh, they would actually just some, whoever it was had an idea. Let's just create a new team, new scheme, just exclude these specific two teams. So I I don't know what it's like in that, in that room, but uh, what do you think so far of just like that approach? Is that, do you have any thoughts or are you kind of just like on board with whatever, just to get games going?
0: At the end of the day, I'm going to watch, right. I mean, they could, they could do a best of two. They could okay. just, you know, they could pick a lottery, and then I'm gonna watch, right? Yeah. I, I, but if I had the if I had the book, as they say, sure, yeah. Um, I would actually like all teams to have a chance to okay. put it this way. I would I would want the bottom. I like the top twenty teams in a playoffs. Okay. And what you do with the bottom ten is um you make them play for the remainder of the playoff spots okay interesting so because i guess that's the easy because you don't want to outrage any fan base any city because i i don't know jason there was like what they played about 60 65 games were any teams mathematically out yeah i don't i'm guessing not well so, they're
1: they're taking the approach that they'll have teams that are within six games of the eighth spot and having being invited to Orlando. And they'll play six games. Like, everyone will play six games to kind of sort of get back into game shape. But the playoff seedings obviously are not set until all six games are played for everybody. Everybody from the Lakers down to, like, the uh, the Spurs, for example. So they're just going to finish the regular season in six games. And that's wherever the seedings are at that point. So that's what they're going to run with. So, yes, they all... All their seeds are up for sort of um, up for contention. It's just like how far up and down yeah. the, the rankings they go. I don't know. Yeah, so they're continuing yeah. the so, season, so, uh, is, yeah different than the NHL, which they've decided they're not going to have a regular season.
0: That's over. So I'm completely on board with that. I actually yeah. thought that uh, yeah, basketball you do need a, a few games to to get in the rhythm and then jump into the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be an asterisk for this for kind of whoever wins this season but it really shouldn't because they did play 65 games and um yeah. however same they for everyone yeah, yeah. exactly They're the same conditions and it's it's whoever's going to get hot quickest and stay healthy and it's it's different but um no i think whoever put it this way, whoever wins the championship this year i it would take something completely it would take something completely foreign, some intangible that would not make me consider them as a legitimate champion. In other words, yeah. say if the oh I don't know, say if the Houston Rockets. Yeah, I wonder why I'm picking them. But say <laughs> if they won the NBA championship, and and um, actually they'd be a they'd be a really funny. NBA champion because you know with those two star players that people are just going to absolutely, they're going to get a lot of heat. (laughs) But suppose they won the NBA championship. I mean, what is there really to say? Oh, we didn't have our fans there. We couldn't play on our home court. Um, These players were without their families. You're right. You're trying your best to create the same conditions for everybody, and it's really the best of all those who can adapt to those same conditions. So it would take something really funky like um, I don't know, like yeah, um, I, I can't. I can't like, like imagine this somebody, scenario. Like,
1: a rule that, like in the Western Conference Finals, if LeBron tested positive, and they're like, "Okay, you got to pull you off the team," and they're at Game Two, and yeah, the Rockets, something like that.
0: Yes, yes. I mean, yes. yes. You know that's, it, that's a very yeah, good thing. You're absolutely right. Say if someone but, tests COVID. Yeah. Say, say it's Houston Rockets against the Toronto Raptors in the yeah. finals. And say if <laughs> Pascal, Siakam, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah, say Pascal Siakam, who tests positive for COVID and they say, oh, well, you got to sit out two weeks, but maybe James Harden tested positive and he only had to sit out for six days, right? So you could get into funky situations like yeah. that um, okay. where it would be unfair, but but even then I'd be like, "Well, too bad. There's probably yeah, a reason it's... why Pascal had to, yeah
1: it's that's bad, been talked about for the most part that's being just treated as like injury so a player tears his calf he's got to sit out some games so that's how they're viewing it um now if the whole i mean i think some of that stuff's being exp- like you got to work out like does that mean the whole team is exposed or what i don't know but the thing is the conditions will be the same for everyone and everybody approaches the games with that understanding that you know what this is just a fact of playing in this covid era i think what the when you talk about the funkiness of like um of a sit- of a playoff or not say that say crowning a champion, what might lead to some dissension is if the the season and the like it's already a bit of a strange approach to the season, so they're trying to keep it as normal as possible. And so from what I understand, um Adam Silver has really been adamant about trying to preserve the playoff format as it is, like seven games, like sixteen teams, like as it is. Now, with some tweaks, like potentially one through sixteen seating or some kind of like rejigging of how they're going to see the brackets, maybe like a little bit, but they're really trying not to veer too much. So it's like, like I know they're talking about playing style format, playing style kind of tournaments for like the last few spots, like to try and give the last few teams an edge to kind of use this time to experiment. But for the most part, they're trying not to change too much. Like, for example, if you decided, ah, well, let's just do best of three for the whole playoffs or best of five, you know, because no one likes watching seven games for whatever reason they want to say. And then the Houston Rockets wins that championship. Like that's just super different, right? Like now you won a championship when all your play, you, you actually won fewer games to win a championship than 16. So they're trying to avoid that. Um, what I wanted to bring up is, so they're going to play in Orlando. It's going to be a bubble. There's not going to be any fans. That's confirmed. It's going to be pared down staff. So they have talked about losing kind of ticket revenue. And people talk about things like, oh, how's it going to look on TV when there's no fans? But I think there's opportunities. Now, you and I talked about how the UFC came out looking like without fans. And and basically, it's like uh, the ultimate fighter where you don't have fans. And it's still a compelling fight because you have other dimensions to the production. But in basketball, like, I think there are some things you can do that are kind of funky. Now, there are some obvious ones that have been mentioned. Like, you could mic up the court. You can hear what the players are saying. But, um, like, I do think that there's other things you can add, which might be peripheral. Some of them might be significant. Like, what about just special quarantine edition jerseys just for this year? It's just like, yes, you're – <laughs> yes, you're – but you just have new kind of trims. You need new colors. You could make it a look, look a lot more like the Drew League. I know they have huge basketball courts, but – People watch those things on YouTube, right? Mix tapes. They watch like those the and One link. They watch that stuff in high school gyms, and they love it. Um, what if you don't even have play by play? What if it's like like a mixture of play by play and music? I don't know. I'm just kind of thinking like what might be compelling um, to draw people in. Okay. And okay. I have another um, big idea, but like it sounds like you have a right. like, you want to say something, but because that be a big idea, something else.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, that was really interesting about the COVID jerseys. I'm just picturing every mascot with like a Hi. hazmat mask on, and that's all you do uh, for the locals. <laughs> um, that's another thing, too. Are the players wearing masks? Um, I don't think so. They have I to, it's right? And the Bundesliga no? okay. uh, well, that stuff, but they're not wearing yeah, masks. In, so. Well, in Florida, they don't have to, right? I mean, UFC fighters are grappling for um, either 15 minutes or 25 minutes, and they're not wearing yeah. masks. So, basketball players, they just yeah you basically you do the swab so the way they're doing it right now I can, I can speak on this a little bit the way they're doing it now for UFC is players check in that week fighters check in that week and they're swabbed every morning yeah and that's based and a the heat check and that's just it's just they're just hoping that that's yeah. that's all they need and they try and do social distancing I guess up until game time um I do want commentary. I actually want commentary more um, because I want the players to kind of hear the commentary, which would be absolutely amazing. Uh, maybe they do have to stick the play-by-play guys up top because it might be too much of a distraction. For, um yeah, I don't know. I, you know, <laughs> you do, 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 do players do do players want to hear Jack Armstrong? Um, probably not. I mean, uh, Mike Green, and yeah. all those guys. Um, I don't know, right? That'd I be think you really want to sick. hear from Jeff Van um, Gundy. You no, know, I don't want. Yeah, oh, Jeff, Jeff,
1: Jeff, and Guddy's giving us analysis. I think they'll like, oh, Coach Jeff. Yeah, I want to hear what he has to say.
0: (laughs) Yeah, some of them will. I definitely want commentary. Yeah, I definitely want commentators. I might want different commentators, but that's that's a subject for another time. Yes, I would like, um, I would like all the traditional means of commentary, um, and I don't want music. I just you know let the let the local. Yeah, just just, just just play music like you do in a regular NBA game. I think that's good enough. Um, I okay, this is what I would want. I would get rid of the seven second delay. Let's hear these players <laughs> motherfuck each other all game because I think that would be super compelling TV. I mean you I don't know if you'd have to make it an AA show if that's the case for, <laughs> you know, Jason, what they did with wrestling back in the day, as you know, they would do the eight o'clock hour would be one show. And then the nine o'clock would be a different show. Just right. So they could, um, right. So maybe yeah. you do that with NBA games. Maybe you just have it nine. As soon as nine thirty <laughs> hits Eastern time, it's a, it's a new show, right. And it's, it's, it's NBA, it's uncut. And we're hearing, um, we're hearing these guys really give each other the <laughs> nasty, um, don't, i don't have anything it seems like okay. you got bigger ideas there's, than i do i i don't really I, I really don't want to see anything else change
1: okay there's uh another thing you can do right you got to try and think about how you can engage your fans is they're all in this resort <laughs> in disney world alone it's just them it's mm-hmm. like i don't know if mickey's going to be there it's the you know the rock oh, it's because the, uh, there's the hotels there's epcot there's the animal kingdom it's how many players are gonna be there? It's twenty-two teams, fifteen players. We're talking uh like two hundred something, two fifty, less than maybe it's three hundred players plus the coaches. Like, you remember in, I know there's still NBA inside stuff on NBA TV, but it was at its apex back in the nineties with Ahmad Rashad. Ahmad Rashad is running at an all-time high right now. Um, like after the last dance, he's gotten more airtime in the last 20 years than he has like mm-hmm. ever. You gotta bring mm-hmm. him back. And you gotta create a reality TV show following the exploits of the different NBA players as they adjust to the COVID era, the COVID bubble, their interactions, they're they're gonna have friends and family staying with them in the bubble, I think. I think so, because it's a resort. Oh, I don't know. How they interact, maybe not. I mean, but even if it's not, then you still have something that's like the ultimate fighter, you have big brother. What if you had a reality show that comes out of this in coupling with the games? You can You don't get fans in the audience so that the games themselves are as exciting because there's no fan. Well, they're exciting because if you're a basketball fan, but you don't get like the Kawhi shot. Imagine the Kawhi shot against uh, Joel Embiid with no fans. Imagine how that comes across on TV. It just comes across differently. Um, So another way to engage those fans is like what we see already with WWE having total divas, the UFC having the ultimate fighter. What if you picked like five or 10 personalities, some on winning teams, some are losing teams like on, on lower receded teams and you just follow these human interest stories like, you know, and you just develop even more engagement with these fans, these players and it leads into the games. That's kind of what I, I was thinking, because to be honest, I think Total Divas has actually been a more compelling product than some of the uh,
0: actual episodes of wrestling in the last few years. Yeah. So um, quick answer first. Uh, yes, they're going to need content. So they probably will have to do stuff like that, um, anyways, to fill up airtime, um, especially if the NBA comes back, and you're going to need filler. Um, so that's a. I, I personally am not into that. I don't okay. know why. Um, I think I've had my fix of real sports, following an NFL team around for a season, and uh, you know, now with Raptors TV <laughs> okay. and Leafs Your TV, I mean, they fan. they pretty much fall. Think about the NBA yeah.
1: fan. People that are consuming it on Instagram and Twitter and like, you know, who, like, what do you think that, do you think that there's a market for
0: it? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, let me, let me just say this. I am not the market. Okay. I am not the market. So yes. I mean, if I'm an executive producer, I am taking your idea, Jason, and I'm following um, uh, Damian Lillard. I'm right? having yeah, uh,
1: my head of Damian Lillard. Here's because I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm just walking you through with how I'm how I was actually thinking this might even play out. You'd have Damian Lillard. Well, I'd assume that maybe at least a few significant others would be with them in the resort. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it is just players. Okay, so I'm picturing Damian Lillard with CJ, them on a mini golf course, and you have Dame, kind of like stoked or complaining, depending on what his mood was about what the situation was going to be with the play in for what the the games that they had. You may be you'd have, like uh, – you'd have, like – and the New Orleans is in there, so you're going to have, like, Zion, and you have the New Orleans guys, like, just sort of roaming around on the teacups and just, like, having whatever conversations. And just, like, just – you just really – I think it would be kind of some – just some really out-of-context stories that are that are played. Now, you wouldn't see LeBron because yeah. I think that he would just have some kind of clause that said, no, 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 I only show up un- uninterrupted, and that's it. But, like uh, – yeah. um, I, I don't know. I, I was, that's how I was picturing this, just seeing these guys out of element. And I thought total divas was the template.
0: It would work. And I would, again, I would sign off on it. It, it wouldn't be my, it wouldn't be my cup of tea. Maybe I'd be the guy that watches these short little Instagram clips after, but there's absolutely a market for it. And, you know, what we've seen with COVID is that there is a need for content and this would be a, a great idea great idea. That I'm just, I mean, personally I'm not into, but yeah, it, okay. it, w- it would totally work. Yeah, yeah. I would love to see I'm just picturing as well, like, all these NBA players in one resort. First, okay, let me back up a bit. Let, let me back up a bit. Let me back up a bit. Yeah. I want your idea. I want your idea with all these NBA players with not their wives present. Then I want that. <laughs> I want that show. NBA see? players without their wives <laughs> and kids and family. Yes. Sign me up. I will watch every bit of that show. That will so, be the best TV ever made. But, because, um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it would be pretty cool if they maybe stayed all in one resort and, like, they just played a game and maybe, like, you know, maybe James Harden threw a ball off the back of Anthony Davis' head and there they are. Getting their egg souffle, you know, lining up because you know, they're, they're at the at the all in yeah. the resort. Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. I yeah it's food. just be the weirdest <laughs> thing ever, right? Yeah, it'd be kind of cool. And it's like, stop, man, what's up? It's just like, that was a dick move. It's like, not really. Or like,
1: or no. they're at the bowling alley. Yeah. And then like Chris Paul starts kind of yeah. stri- like kitten strikes. And then Russell Westbrook, who's super competitive, he's just like, yeah. Uh uh. And he's just going all out. But, I mean, Chris Paul was like a super good bowler. So he's just killing Russell. And yeah. Russell's just getting so frustrated. And then when they're actually on the court, yeah. Russell's like, yeah, that's what drove me. I had to I had to get him back. And it's yeah. just like, I don't know. Yeah. Or, or yeah. just yeah. stuff like
0: that. I his,
1: think when you talk about guys yeah, with a he board, had his the moment. there's not going to be all the, kind of the groupies. Like, okay, we're, we're not going to go down that route of what's going on in other people's uh, lives. But <laughs> it's going to be... <laughs> It's going to be the players, like you said, and the team officials. Now, there are team officials who are of uh, other teams who who aren't part of the – they're like kind of the managers or or therapists or whoever. You're right. There might be some kind of interactions between some of these – some of these maybe physical therapists who might be of the opposite gender. You never really know. And uh, there are a lot of players who are single. Now, here's one thing is too is – There's generational gaps, right? LeBron is so much farther in, like his sons are closer in age to like, uh, I forget who, like the recent, like, like RJ Barrett, they're much more relatable to RJ Barrett than they are LeBron because they're closer in age. It's true. You're going to see like guys like Chris Paul and, uh, yeah, Carmelo and LeBron, maybe they'll catch up, they'll be like, oh, this is great. They're just on uh, Main Street drinking some coffee. And then you're going to see in another shot, which is like... uh, um, I don't even know who in the NBA is like cuts loose really anymore. They're all really like just model type citizens. Like, I can't really think of anyone anymore. Well, Tristan, it's not the, it's Tristan, not the...
0: right? Tris, Tristan got no, into trouble. The Cavs right? are not in
1: it. The Cavs are not in it, so he won't be there.
0: Uh... Okay, that's well, boring then. then. Then fuck it. I don't want to see that show. No, that's <laughs> so. So, go, okay. so going back to what I said, going back to what I said, let's let all the bottom feeder teams compete for two playoff spots, right? Let them. <laughs> Uh, just try and play for two playoff spots and um you're absolutely right about the generational thing it would be kind of cool to see you know who gravitates to who and what music um i mean vince carter does, does vince carter play in this league if there's only 22 teams? the hawks are out no they're not in it yeah that's it they're not in game. it eh? okay wow yeah. incredible man because he would have been the old man right He would have been <laughs> the old man it would have been him and um, yeah, he's probably talking to uh, Nick Nurse, right? He's probably the closest in age to him, so. That's um, a good point. Yeah, no, it would have been. It would be super cool. Um, I, you were going in a different direction when I was thinking about these NBA players with their wives. Cause I'm, I'm thinking. Have you been to Disney World, Disneyland? I have a while ago, but I have been. Yeah. So the staff required just to have that event, just to put on <laughs> the operations <laughs> team. I mean, you're talking like, yeah. I think there's an opportunity for lots of people to mingle. That's true. and You're right. I forgot about yeah, the people so, in I mean, parks and restaurants. And, and 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 people are yeah and uh, yeah because it's a it's a it's a big operation so that could be kind of cool. Um, I think. I want to touch on real, fans. Sorry, what do you want to touch on? Yeah, I want to touch on fans. And okay. The reason why I think it would be super cool to watch these players though fans because. I um I don't go to bars anymore. I don't go to I watch sports by myself and the reason is is because I I really hate stupid fans and and people at these events. They almost and it's not it's it's every sport. It's it kills me. Um I don't know what it is about. And even the live experience um I think did I yeah, I went to a Jays playoff game a couple of years back. But in general, um, I'm not really rooting for any team when I'm watching sports. So it's it's kind of hard for me, right, okay. to, to, to get be fanatical with, with a lot of people. Yeah. So I admit I'm the odd guy out. But when I'm watching UFC without stupid fans around the arena, booing when these guys are having a super technical and, and intricate matchup, okay. I'm all for it because <laughs> – in my opinion, fans have ruined more games for me than the other way around, than have enhanced it. Um, maybe that's just me wanting to remember and see things that way, but... Okay. um
1: Can I counter that? Yeah. So... so Go ahead. Like, I brought up the, the Kawhi shot against Joel Embiid. What about that? The fans. Yeah. Do you remember, um, like, the eruption yeah. of the fans?
0: Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay um thank you for bringing that up Wise is against Joel Embiid empty stadium yeah to me bro that's like it's just as iconic for me interesting I can okay. watch that yeah because um yeah because it really like, is
1: jo- the converse of that Jordan hitting his last shot on the on the jazz that fatal that just that 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 free throw line jump shot and you see all the fans. The, sh- the ball has not gone in yet, and all the fans are just aghast because they know it's Jordan who just that was, took cool. A nut. That was
0: he... cool. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool.
1: That was super cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, the point is the point is, the a
1: point a is that fans, but
0: it's like it is what it is. Yeah, I, fans, but I'm just saying at the end of the ga- Yeah, at the end of the day, I guess it would be my preference to have. How do I say this? Do I want the pop and noise that a live audience <laughs> can bring to sports? Yeah, I, I do. I do. But you know, you got show that like you they show that one Karen lady and say, "God damn you, Jordan!" Uh, <laughs> it's just like, oh my god, you know. And she's she's a celebrity. Did you know that she sold so in the Last Dance? She I guess she she signed a waiver way back when in 1998, oh, and yes. then next thing you know, she's on TV and she she runs a Buick dealership. <laughs> um, and she doesn't mean it, you know, she looked back and she said she was, you know, she was just being a fan and all that stuff. And I get that some of these people are just <laughs> being fans, but I have a problem. Okay. Here's, here's ultimately what I have a problem. Okay. I don't mind fans at sporting events. If, if I, if I were playing God, I would want rules. And now call me, call me unrealistic. I don't think you should be able to yell things at a grown ass man. Oh yeah. Because... No. You're talking about decency and all that kind of stuff. It's not even about decency. It's about like you know, you can chirp someone, "Hey, nice shot, buddy," but when you question a man's manhood and yeah. and you bring up pejoratives about you know calling them, uh, you know, yeah, it uh, just yeah. it just it just it just drives me nuts because you know. You're supposed to be on. We're both cheering for the same team, and you're calling the opposition those things. It's just, yeah, it's uh, counterintuitive.
1: But I mean, yeah, I mean there are some of those guys. uh, I mean, the league is cracking down on it. It's. it's, I think it's all moving in in the positive direction over time. We see it. It's different. It's better than it was before. Um, Certainly better than in some other sports. Um, I agree. Uh, I'm not, yeah, I mean, I don't, it doesn't do anything for me, like, it's like, because in the end, I'm pretty pretty much, i pretty much just, uh, I'm a great appreciator of, like, all the talent that it takes, just the determination and work ethic it takes to get to that level of the sport where you get to sit on one of those benches, even, you know? Um, Okay.
0: But I think so. So, you uh, just, you just, yeah, go ahead.
1: Well, no, were you going to ask? Because I was going to pivot to something, just when you brought up the fans, I want to No, because, because,
0: because, 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 okay, let me... If if I I have a better answer for you, and that is there is the perfect fan out there, and it is the New Japan Pro Wrestling crowd, and I'll tell you why, Jason. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. They are cheering for both sides. Okay. To just, to just, just kill it, man. So. Okay. If I'm watching, so I I've gone to games. Like I I went to I went to um, I went to a Toronto Raptors. Um, OKC game and Westbrook got a triple double, and I found myself I wasn't cheering for Westbrook, but I was just like I was I, I was I was admiring. Yeah. And people were just like kind of just booing this guy, and meanwhile I'm like this guy's about to score a triple double. There's no way the Raptors are going to win. You know why can't we cheer <laughs> this guy on? I mean, you're, yeah, this yeah. guy is just putting up a triple double, and I think he only played like 24 minutes, which was just incredible. <laughs> it was an amazing game. Yeah. And the problem is, is these fans instead of put your damn fandom aside. Potentially, you're you don't like this guy, but appreciate what yeah. you're watching. You're watching a grown man and and athletic excellence. But no, we had to we had to goon the guy. And, you know, we left. I think some fans started leaving before he actually got his triple double. So I think that's why I have such a disdain for for fans is because they're not <laughs> sports fans. They're they're glorified homers at the end of the day.
1: Some are. And I
0: mean, you don't appre- yeah, and they, they don't appreciate the product. So long story short, bro, I have what you're no problem it, with zero
1: fans. The fan who is you were describing, like that are great appreciated the game is I think Knicks fans. When I say Knicks fans, I'm talking about the New York fans. Like Jordan and Kobe and LeBron have all rolled into the garden and just had phenomenal games and they've, they've uh, received like all sorts of adulation from the crowd when they were dropping 50 yes. and 60. And that's just the way it is in the yes. game, you know? Um,
0: you yeah. play, put up good, that's an educated crowd.
1: Yeah. Like that doesn't mean they don't boo people. They're going to have their preferences, but they do appreciate basketball. And so there are, there are towns like that. I know what you're getting at. Like there are homers. I mean, but, you know, it's um, – I think overall it's good for the sport. You know, if you want the players to do well, play well, get the best talent. Well, you do that when you just have a, b- a bunch of money in there and you get a bunch of money in there when you get fan interest. So um, so uh, that's – that. you know, it kind of all goes hand in hand. And the thing is too is I think that when we finally get out of this pandemic, whenever it is, uh, when they finally get NBA games back to a certain – uh, place where it's actually safe to have full arenas, I think. They're like it's gonna be a moment. Like it's just I can picture what it's gonna look like on ESPN on Sports Center. Like when you just see fans in there and the way it's commemorated, it's like now we're back. Because the NBA was the league that shut down and it became like in the Western world, it became a real thing. This the pandemic became real when the NBA shut down. That just sort of that mm-hmm. sort of was a domino. Then everybody started. Okay, we're really going to take this seriously now. And so when they come back, I know yeah. there are other leagues that are coming back before the NBA, but there's going to be something very poetic about when the NBA comes back. And you almost got to think that the first teams that are going to come back, like you got to wonder if it has to be the Jazz and the Thunder just to just to sort of wrap up that story from where it was. But um, mm, this, is, this is when you. This is this kind of the, the story writing part of it. I mean, it's there's a lot of other bigger concerns there's certainly in in the world and even with within the nba like they're going to have a lot of other financial considerations they have to manage but the fans element i just that to me is what when you say fans to me it just thinks okay that is going to be the moment when we know okay we have finally passed this pandemic when we see fans back in there booing or cheering or you know whatever and hopefully not acting completely rude and obnoxious I'd like to.
0: Think so, I'll
1: down, so I'll yeah, split the difference.
0: Yeah, I'll split the difference with you. I'll split the difference with you. That's going to be. And listen, I'm not. Uh, obviously, I want fans back, right? I'm, I'm, I'm gooning. I'm sure. gooning our listeners a bit, right? But <laughs> I think if we're going to play this makeshift season the rest of the year without fans, and then maybe not next year, but maybe a year or two from now, it, maybe we will get twenty. You know, the the 15,000 to 18,000 fans, again, in an arena, who knows what this will all look like in a couple years, and and um, social distancing measures, but there will be players <laughs> who are playing during this time that are probably going to retire, and, you know, oh, what were your fondest memories? Like, hey, man, I really like playing with no fans. I it's <laughs> Some guys, and it's going to be a really interesting correlation, maybe some sure. guys, their numbers are just going to spike That's for a, a little while, because <laughs> Yeah, um, this is such a stupid example. I don't know why I'm going to bring it up. I played a terrible season of adult basketball maybe a few years ago, and um, the games that my wife came to, I just knew I was just trying too hard. And I was just, you know, every, everything everything just, just would fall apart, right? And the games that she wasn't there, you know, it was loosey-goosey and just uh, and having some games. So I think there are going to be some NBA players, yeah, that are just going to thrive on it. Yeah. um and and even though they know it's just them and their peers and their contemporaries and yeah people are watching at home but you almost can't see that because a packed arena is a reflection of the global audience and when you take that away um yeah. it, it might help some players yeah and Did if you, you remember if if we can go back to last dance as well uh reggie miller said himself man I, those were some of the greatest games that we played was him was all those guys being flown down to the, uh, to the movie lot and just trying to keep Michael right. Jordan in shape. Right. And then yeah. kind of some of those games were just incredible. So maybe we'll see a different kind of basketball as well.
1: Yeah. yeah it's a good point. I think it's a good point. I'm curious, like which teams do you thrive? Cause you've got to think, you got to wonder is are the Spurs a little bit of a dark horse, like Greg Popovich's Spurs without any fans around. Um, I just wonder just because like they're, they're his, well, he, they might be a little past their era now, but you just, they just seem like the team that can always adapt to the weirdest circumstances, whether it's an arena that's overheating bats flying around floors that are super slippery, like just shortened seasons. Like they just, just pop. like, I actually don't know if that was pop actually that coach that year, but, um, that just, it's the first thing that comes to mind whenever I think of weird situations and teams that seem to adapt no matter what, but uh,
0: Yeah. Yeah. And what game. about? Um, yeah. And just what about players that you know? Um, does Nick Anderson in 1995 miss four four straight free throws? Oh, yeah. if his home if his home fans weren't watching, him? I mean, it's it, the pressure was just. Yeah. It was there, right? It was so maybe um, just in a gym with his with his uh, teammates, maybe he misses two. And then someone gets in his ear, like, hey man, it's just us playing out here, no one else, just you, bro. And he gets yeah. to the line, he calmly sinks the next two, right? So you yeah. don't know what situations will present themselves without any fan there, because it is easier for a player to go to another player and calm him down, because he can kind of just let him know, hey man, it's just us playing yeah. out here, right? Just let, just it's just it's just pickup ball, it's just pickup ball, and you can really tell people that it's just pickup ball because. Even though it is NBA-caliber players, yeah. um, it's going to have that feel um, at the end of the day. So I'm actually kind of excited, man. It's it's kind of sad to say yeah. that it took COVID to kind of get this <laughs> experiment to happen. But it's pretty cool that it, it's kind of going to happen in our lifetime. And, and hopefully it's just for one season, or half a season anyways, yeah. but a, a playoff run. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool to see it play out. Yeah, I agree. I agree.
1: Well, yeah, I think, I think that's all I wanted to cover with you. Uh, so I think that's about it, man. Um, thanks. You know, So I'll catch you next time. Uh, we'll, uh, I'm looking forward to this. I like this.
0: Yeah, Jason, this is good stuff, man. And uh, any other topics that to come up, man, we'll just uh, hit the record button and have uh, at it. Cool. Okay. Take care. Nice Sun stick to your vision. Keep the composition. Love- Seen a lot of shame in the game.